Hello everybody, welcome back to Fasco Rewatch. Woo! Hello. I'm Kamal Hats and joining me is Red Nightmare, as always. Yay! Yeah. I'm back. <laughs> Wait, I never, I never leave. I'm trapped here forever, for Hello. 80 cycles! Ah. <laughs> yeah, everything will make sense soon, possibly, yeah. if we mm. can unpack this episode. <laughs> it's dense. <laughs> yeah, because we're up to season 2, episode 11 now. Mm -hmm. And the episode is called Look at the Princess. Look at her! Look at, Look her. at her! Look! 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 And this is, we've talked about this a bit before actually, this is a first part of a three part uh, story, which is unusual for Farscape because we had, mm. I mean at the end of season one was kind of, they were all like leading into each other, a little bit, a little bit. I, I, well, the last, like the I last said, two. It closed yeah. a complete episode and they just had a loose, a big loose end hanging on. But yeah. But thematically like, the episode was done. But like this, we've got like part. It's explicitly labeled part one, part two, and part three. Yes. <laughs> and yeah, we'll we'll be in this story for a bit. Yeah. So for the next three episodes, well, including this one, and yeah, there is already a lot to unpack in just this first one. But you know, we've got a lot of setup to do. Yeah. As we'll find out. So, uh, last week was uh, my three Crichtons, which was another standalone thing with the three versions of well the three versions of Crichton and you know mm -hmm. adventure story and I said last time that we'd be getting back to the main thread a bit and that does yep. come up in this episode yep and uh, we'll get to that in time but we actually start off with you know it's another day aboard Moya and uh, Aaron and Crichton are in the Farscape module in John's yep. John's module and uh, she's teaching him some maneuvering tricks he's in the they're both in the cockpit. Like she's mm -hmm. like saying, "You move the stick this way, and you do roll into the thing, and it's counterintuitive." And then he's like, "Hmm, okay." But they're like right up close to each other because it's a very small, cramped module. Yeah. John suddenly like, "You could do something in your hair. It smells different." And she's like, "Well, Zan gave me something for it." And he's like nuzzling her hair. And he's like, "Hmm, yeah. it smells good." Nu mm. nu nu nuzzling goes to. Yeah, well, I, I, playful but, banter goes to. Well, I'll say something. I, what I, the line I like in in this before they actually start, you know, I have in my notes smoochy, smoochy, smooch. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's what this obviously that's what that leads to. But uh, Aaron says like the uh, stuff in her head. Well, it's not for you to like. And he's like, oh, what's it for? Well, it's for me to like. <laughs> he's like, I'm not doing this for you, mate. No. <laughs> this for me. For me. Yeah. But you know they then you know one thing leads to another and smoochy smooch 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 and then Aaron's like nope f this <laughs> presses like the button that like yeah fires the canopy off and she's like nope 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 I'm out goodbye get out yeah, I'm not doing this I'm not going to be a slave to your raging hormones yep and she's like trying to leave and John's chasing after it's like hey hey it's <laughs> a great <laughs> hey my hormones I was lips you were tongue. <laughs> <laughs> And but like she tries to leave and like John like like pins her against the wall. But it's like, hey, what, what's up? What's going on? And you know, why did you do your hair then? If you, if it's not for me, he says. She says, well, to see if you'd notice. It's like, well, you got my attention. <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry. I, okay. It's something like yeah. I, 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 
<laughs> I'm at attention, I thought. But oh, he's right. Yeah, no, that's what he said. Yes, no, you, are. you, you are correct. Yes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Mm. Uh, it's the pattern in the pants. It's uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like the record to show that uh, Rich was taking a drink at that moment. <laughs> uh, we almost had a literal spit take. <laughs> Alright, okay. I have self-control, goddammit. <laughs> but yeah, she says, I'll tell Zan that you find her oils pleasing. I says, I find you pleasing. And, <laughs> and she like, leaves. She's like, screw this, I'm out. Uh, and Jan's like, you want my advice? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> But you're probably going to give it to me anyway, which she does. Yeah, and she just says, you know, there's too much pressure. She's scared of the future. So you should try living in the moment. And, like, uh, John's working on the module. And, like, Gianna comes up behind him, you know, puts arms around him, like, hanging off his shoulders. And then we see a shot from behind, and she just starts grinding on him a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it's like, body like, fast, mm, so slow. Mm, there. <laughs> Excuse oh, me. Oh, oh, oh. Is it, is it hot in here? <laughs> but before anything else can happen, Pilot comes over the comms. It's like, everybody, up to command. We need you up there. Uh, some stuff is going down. Mm -hmm. And so they rush up to command. And uh, actually what's happening is they're being locked onto by a load of Peacekeeper automated defense satellites. Yeah, basically auto guns. And they're like, oh crap, Peacekeepers, have they found us? You know, what's happening? It turns out that there's actually a whole bunch of colonies around here in, the yeah. planets in this area. And apparently they've tripped the, the border defense. Yeah, and they can't starburst out because if they try and starburst, they'll just get blown up. Mm -hmm. And this is, is it Scorpius? And it's like, no, there's no ships. It's just the satellites around this planet that they're um, orbiting or have just you know, arrived at. And it's got to be like the first line of defense for that planet. Mm -hmm. And then somebody is signal. Someone's been signaling them the whole time. Yeah, it's like, well, was it Rigel says surrender, flee, run, I pick something, pick one. Yeah, because they're like, okay, we need to figure out a way to get out of here. And then the guy comes over the comms. It's like the moment they arrive, mm. it's like you have invaded the blah 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 space. You will be scanned. Then they scan him, and they're like, okay, four freaking arms. Right, because I think. Don't we cut to titles in, in the yeah, middle of this? Yeah, we just cut to titles somewhere in between. And uh, what I love is that Chiana says, like, because uh, they scanned, there's no weapons. And Aaron mm. says, like, despite the history of the ship, we have no affiliation with the peacekeepers. Yeah, yeah. And don't shoot, <laughs> oh, don't yeah. shoot us. We're pathetic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, I love that Chiana says, "Well, that's four arms wasted." And I'm like, no, that's four arms used to make sure you don't get blown out of the sky. Yeah, <laughs> but like the you know. We told you, waste. but I, you know, she's just fed up with mm. waiting for four hours while they, you know, you should trust us, probably, yeah. but no. Anyway. You know, this whole time, by the way, John is covering Rigel's mouth, because he's like, no, 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 you are not talking to him. But I'm the best negotiator. <laughs> yes, you're the best negotiator is self-serving, it doesn't really give a crap about everybody, anybody else. It's like, shut up, don't land us in any more trouble, Rigel. Then he gets away and does. Because the guy who's on the... on Because the, it comes up on like the main view screen. It's very mm. similar to like how Star Trek does it. But, yeah. like It comes up on the view screen you know, the, in command. And um, they're like, okay, we'll let you go. But Dargo's like, well, can we 
stay? Can we just come and get some provisions? And he's like, no, it's his coronation time. You cannot approach the royal planet. You can't land. And Rydell's like, ah, coronation. Ah, and he's coronation like, time. Excuse me. And he barges in. He's like, I am Dominar Rigel the Sixteenth. And like, would you turn away royalty bearing gifts? And like a prison ship bearing gifts. He's like, don't don't worry about it. Uh, but he's able to persuade them. I uh, say, so, you know, I'm royalty, and you'll let me and my friends stay. And they're like, okay, you can come. Hatred. Yeah, it's like did Rigel just play with nothing? Oh uh, yeah, he's, he's win it big. I mean, he's you know he's about you know fifty fifty on that. Yeah. <laughs> so they're like, okay, you can come, but no weapons. Like, eh, oh, you know, that's, fine. that's fine. That's fair. And there's a bit at the end where Rigel said to, to Crichton, he's like, okay, was I right? You know, was I right? Yeah, you were. He's like, don't you ever forget it. <laughs> All right, uh, All right. We, we wouldn't be able to. You'd never let us. No. So, before they get ready to go down, uh, Crichton wants to talk to Aaron, so they're walking they're in the corridors, or and they're mm-hmm. like, hey, we should, uh, you know, talk about this. And She's like, I want to talk less. Yeah, that's not going to help. It's like, just give me some space, John. And he's like, okay, fine. Fine, I'll give you the whole freaking galaxy. Whatever. Universe, Univ- universe. Yeah, universe. And he's like, alright, fine, let's go. And it's so, like Jenna. Alright, if you're yeah. with. Yeah, it's like, Aaron, yes. if you're not going to be cool about it, I'll go get Chiana. Yeah, and it's like, can I come in? Opens the door. <laughs> and Chiana is on top of Darko, and they are yep. having sex. Oh, yep. It's not even a little bit subtle. No, no. I think this, we, is, this is where I think the DVD earns its A team rating. Well, yeah. I mean, there's, there's no. We don't see the genitals. No, thankfully. <laughs> Thank that would, that, that would have been a big shock at that time. It's like, whoa, whoa, yeah. <laughs> whoa, boy. Well, what we see is we but see Chiana from the back. Yeah, naked. Uh, yeah, Dargo pokes his head up. It's like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> John's like, ah, oh, I, you know what? I'll Bad go. time. I mean, good I'll... time. I mean, not the right time. Okay, catch you guys later. <laughs> and, oh. yeah. And it hard cuts to Dargo pushing John to, against the wall and being like, do not screw this up for me. I have, my life has been one, has been one disappointment after the other. Wow, harsh. Ow, Dargo. Yeah. Um, and... With this, damn it, with this girl, I found some happiness. And he's just like, no, no, no. It's like, it's cool. That's cool, I, I'm man. happy for you, man. That's good. And I start at least, why am I always the last person to know? <laughs> I mean, you couldn't have figured that out after the end of Out of Their Minds. Remember yeah. that? Remember that? Yeah, that, was they walk, pretty, that was pretty obvious. They walk away and... Never mind. <laughs> So John's the, an idiot. John's a jock sometimes, really. He, he, we'll get to that later. He can. He really can be, yeah. Um, but So they go down to the planet, so we've got everybody except for Zan going down. Yeah. And so they go down. It's basically, it's kind of party central. But when we go down, to, there's actually an effect shot I want to talk about because... When we go down to the planet, oh God, yeah. what we actually see is <laughs> well, there's a long, there's a few sequences because we see them get they get in the transport pod. Then we actually see the transport pod leave Moya and start mm. go down to the planet, which is you know pretty cool shot, works pr- reasonably well. Then we go down into the planet and there's like a generic kind of sci-fi cityscape that we're flying through with flying cars. It doesn't look half bad for something from no, it's it, you it, know it, the late nineties, early two thousands. It's very. 
Sega Genesis CGI? Uh, it's maybe a little harsh, but not that far off. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Um, it's the closest I could think of. Yeah, and then we pan through all of that, and we come to a giant sort of pyramid-looking thing, uh, on like a with a river and some grassy plains in the background. Mm-hmm. And it's just—it's actually just like a really long establishing CG shot, which yeah. gives a good impression of what this place looks like. Yeah, and um, to be honest, we don't see that very often in Farscape. Oh. Either it's like a one, like map painting, maybe, or like mm-hmm. a CG shot, or something no. in the background. Yeah, and not like a long sweeping like look over the city and then through to the pyramid. And it's it's interesting. I like I I dig it. It's just like oh, okay. I dig it, but this is one of the part the parts that ages badly. Oh yeah, definitely. But the others don't. Yeah, it, you know you're using. Yeah. Using late '90s CGI for this, but anyway, so they're in. Basically, they've come down to a bar, club, place, starting to get some drinks. And we get tons of lore. Oh god, there's a big dump of stuff. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not. It's not. It's not that bad because Aaron and Rigel are talking, and apparently the people that live here are Sebations that broke away from the peacekeepers. Yeah. Originally. And the peacekeepers barely gave them any chance of surviving, but apparently they're thriving around here, and they've established neutrality and everything. Mm. It's been 1,900 cycles, uh, Rigel yeah. says. So they've been able to survive out here on their own for pretty well. Mm-hmm. Uh, pr- well, for pretty long, sorry. Exactly. So it's, it's like really interesting. So there were pe- sebations that broke away from peacekeepers, so not all sebations are peacekeepers. I, I like that. <laughs> yeah. I like that not all sebations are peacekeepers. Yeah, and these, these people seem chill. Yeah, they're fine. They're hanging out. They're having a party. Everybody's drinking and kissing. Lots and lots kissing. Of and kissing. And, and kissing. Like, yeah, so there's there's a whole thing with that going on. Yeah, more world building. <laughs> well, we'll get into that in a bit because like, they're at the bar having some drinks and uh, Crichton wanders over and he's like, hey, Aaron, can I get you a drink for a few words? And she's like, basically, like, just piss off. <laughs> yeah, like, no, go away. Go away, Crichton. Don't care. I'm just. I don't want to forget. I want to push people away. Push away. Yeah. Emotionally push distant. Away. Push people away. <laughs> so yeah. Then like a woman approaches Crichton and she's got like a tiny little vial. And John's like, no, 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 no. I, I don't partake anymore. <laughs> yeah, I stopped that in college. Uh, but <laughs> but it's. Uh, she says it's just for the kiss. So what it does is take a little like dropper, put a uh, drop on her tongue and then on his tongue and then they, and then they kiss. And I mean, when I, when we say kiss, they kiss. Oh yeah, it's like whoop, full on, and um, she's like ah shame, and then walks away, and she's like that's a weird uh, taste, and basically ev- that everyone is going around doing this to everybody else, and there's dancing and there's drinking, and John's like this place is awesome. Yeah, because several women come up to him to do that and then kiss, and then he's, he's like, like I'm never leaving here. This planet rules. <laughs> I just realized something. Yeah? This is making the eyebrow kiss a lot weirder and weirder. Yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, well, Del- Delvians are uh, uh, unique. <laughs> pretty... No, 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 that's the ear kiss. I oh, was talking about the eyebrow kiss from uh, Jelena. Oh, yeah. I, I, I feel like that's just like something that we've made more important than it actually was. <laughs> I think I think Jelita just doesn't understand how kissing works. Let's where do, just where do I? Uh, <laughs> uh, rest in peace. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Sorry. Moment uh, of silence. Moment of silence. 
Okay. Um, so, anyway, John's fully in, into this, and he's like, party time, woo! Mm-hmm. And Aaron's like, God, it's a whole world just made for what he wants to do. <laughs> she's just, she's so pissed off. Yeah. And then a uh, stranger comes up to her, and the guy wants to kiss her, and she's like, no, get nope, lost. Nope. You know what? Ask him. He seems to like kissing. And the man turns to John's like, oh, no. He's like, nope, yeah, no, thank you. <laughs> so uh, off in like a little booth area of this place. Um, mm-hmm. By the way, actually, quick note about costuming. Basically, everyone is wearing white. Yeah. And in various amounts of clothing. Snowy and gowns and all that. Yeah. Which means that the Moya crew stand out. Yeah. Uh, really, obviously. Good, good uh, visual design, actually. But then somebody else who stands out is sitting with a couple of other people. Yeah. So there's uh, three people in like a booth. There's a woman and a man, and uh, well, there's a big lizard, l- lizard-looking guy. Yeah, he's li- very. Um, how do I say this? Oblong face. Yeah, very rectangular, sort of long-haired and yeah, uh, deep black Mouth. eyes and like big teeth and claws. Mouth very far forward. But he's articulate and is sitting there in nice clothes and is chatting with them. Mm-hmm. And through course of dialogue, we un- we are given understand that he is a scarron. A scarron. This is the first time we've actually seen a scarron. Yeah, and um, for those who don't remember, the fact that we see a scarron is relevant because that's apparently. The other half of Scorpius's blood. Mm, yeah. It's half station, half Scarin. So now we see what the other half looks like, and it is weird and big. I mean, and I do recognize some pieces of Scorpius in him. Well, it's like the pale, like lizard skin and scales, and you know the skin sharp, pointy stretched teeth stretched over the skull a bit. Yeah, very much. So, um, but anyway, they're sitting there. So we've got a woman named Jenna and a man named Clavor, and the Scarin is called Cargan, mm-hmm. and they're like. Uh, there's a Sebastian here whose sister hasn't kissed, and said, and the Scarron's like, D- D- I thought it wouldn't matter. It's like you're we irreversibly contaminated yeah. her compatibility. Yeah. You will so, be so king. So it's fine. You'll it's be king. Fine. Don't worry about it. So yeah. already we're like, okay, plot, family, yeah, royalty, what, plot. Yeah, next I wanna in get line. The, I want to get the throne. the throne. We've seen that one a, a few times. You know, a bunch of. Oh, I just a, cannot wait to be king. Don't, don't make me sing it. <laughs> <laughs> no, stop. Uh, it's me. Anyway, uh, <laughs> what do you want me to dress and drag and do the hula? <laughs> uh, right. that's, that's the part where the dead translations differ. God. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> back on topic. Actually, we see that uh, Councillor Tyno, who's the guy who was on the comps to them earlier, he's down with everybody as well, mm-hmm. and he's talking to Rigel about Crichton, and he says, you know, what's he like, and stuff. Is, is, is he intelligent? Yes. Despite how he looks like, yes. <laughs> basically, he's, they're talking about the, the royalty and what's going on, and basically, what, what's happening, there's a Princess Catralla, who is next in line for the throne, but unless she can find a compatible mate, the kingdom goes to her brother. Uh, the, the guy, the guy we just saw. You know, we've got this, polit- this political plot, royalty thing. Oh. Yeah. Not that Me, interesting. Been there, done that. Yeah, but. basically. And then back with the the other three, there's uh, Claybor takes some shots at Cargan. He's you know he's the typical like arrogant like prince 
guy mm-hmm. who's like, oh, my mother, well, I will should be king, and ah, you're just all a bunch of fools, ah, da, 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 oh, whilst actually being completely useless himself. Yeah. And basically, and the woman with them, Jenna says, if you don't become king, I'm not marrying you. Uh, of course she's it's not. Like, you know, she's, she's in it for the money. And the status and everything. Hey, hey, we found we we found this plot. Do you mind if we copy paste it straight into the script? <laughs> yeah, I found this like just lying around the office. Who wants this? Here you go. So anyway, back up on Moya, Pilot is asking Zan, "Well, why didn't you go down with everybody else?" Mm-hmm. And she's like, "You know, I value my time alone. If a few episodes ago, anything to go by from Dream a Little Dream, she wants to get away from some of the more childlike." people mm. Gianna, Rigel because the thing is that she because basically she's taken up pre-suit again and uh, which means that she needs some alone time some meditation stuff like mm. that which she's not getting when the rest is on board yeah and so uh, Pilot's like well we're you know we're glad you're here and we're pleased that you've chosen to stay with us again and then what he does this is really nice yeah he opens up all the doors on the tier mm-hmm. um, so everything is nice and open and then Zan starts singing, which echoes through Moya, and it's like a very sort of high-pitched, like operatic kind of singing. Yeah. And we actually see, as she starts, you see a shot of Pilot, and his eyes closed, and his mouth goes out. He's, you know, smiling. Yeah, he's clearly it. loving this. He's yeah. just soaking it in. It's, really, it's a really sweet scene, and it's mm-hmm. echoing throughout Moya. And, yeah, it's nice for Zan to get some, some me time. Yeah, yeah, some me time, and also that... The, that... Uh, Pilot and Moya are enjoying her singing. Yeah, that's nice. All right, so back down on the uh, back down on Party Planet. Woo, woo! Royal Party Planet. Chiana and Dargo. I mean, they're having fun. They've been drinking. They're clearly quite drunk. They're oh, on. Yeah. They're on the floor, and like she's like, here, try this vial, and you know, try the vial. It will show whether or not our DNA is compatible. And when they say compatible, it means uh, if they'll be able to produce offspring. offspring. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And so they're like, okay, and Dargo... Dargo's slightly hesitant about it. Well, remember what he uh, said in uh, Picture If You Will. Like, he doesn't want to know the future. He doesn't yeah. care about I that. I thought of that as well. It's consistent characterization for Dargo, which is mm-hmm. good. Good marks. Well done. <laughs> but she, she's like, come on, try it. No, said Dargo, quieter this time. Um, but they, but <laughs> she convinces him. And they t- both take a drop and they kiss. And you then, can clear as they part. You can clearly see on their faces that it was not a nice one. So it's like, well, they, now we know we can't have kids. And the Darker's a bit defeated about this. Yeah, and but Chana's fine. She's like, you know, we can't have kids. So you know, it doesn't mean we can't do anything. Yeah, you know, we can likes... still give each other pleasure. And she starts sort of kissing his neck and stuff. And he's like, the parts that give us pleasure still work. Yeah, she looks his chin tentacle, and he's like, oh. oh. <laughs> so, yeah, there, you know. Yeah. So, uh, Rigel and Aaron are actually together just drinking at the at the bar or at a table, and... <laughs> oh, God, this. Oh, I love this. All right, so <laughs> Rigel is asking Aaron, why is the Scarron watching us? Because he's, you know, looking at them from across the mm-hmm. thing. And she says, well, the Scarrons want the same thing that the Peacekeepers want, which is a covenant with this world. So both the Scarrons and the Peacekeepers want to ally themselves with this place. Yeah. Because right now, you know, they're in the middle of it, they're neutral, and the Scarrons, you know, they're making incursions. It's, you know, it's like a territory kind of thing. And if they, if one side gets 
this planet, then they can make start making uh, advances on the other. Exactly. So right now it's holding that balance by being neutral. Again, more world building, more you know setup going on, and then a man comes over to take the test with Aaron, and she's like, "You know what? No, screw this. I'm going to take it with Rigel instead." No, no. Because <laughs> one man comes and he offers he offers her the file. She takes it and it's like, "Go away." Yeah. And the next one comes. He's like, "Right." He's uh, like, "Okay, but you know what, Rigel? Here, what are you mad? Just take stuffs a drop in his mouth." Takes on herself, just grabs Rigel and just <laughs> kisses him full on the mouth. It's like, he's like, oh, what are you doing? And then she breaks, like, oh, it's sweet. Oh, how wonderful. I was so happy. And looks With that, like the most forced smile on her face. Yep. It's great. And then the guy's like, oh, I'm, uh, I'm very happy for you and your uh, offspring. Goodbye. And as, as soon as he's gone, they both turn back around, just like, <laughs> So those, I think those are not getting kids. No, what, Rigel's not a body breeder. Remember? <laughs> right. That doesn't, I mean, that wouldn't make any sense. Oh, God. Okay, so we go back up to Moya again. Mm-hmm. And Pilot is actually, like, Zan is still singing. She's walking around the halls followed by some DRDs. And uh, then Pilot is like, Zan, hey, Zan, listen up. Because, um... He's been calling her for a bit and she hasn't been listening because she's been absorbed. And he's like, no, okay, we have a problem. What? Scorpius found us. Oh, no, the popo. <laughs> Cheese it, it's the fuzz. <laughs> and there's a, the command, there's a command carrier is coming in and scanning Moya. And so Zan's like, oh, God, what do, what do we do? Can we hide? Is it? We don't have time to go and get the others. So she's like, okay, let's, as a diversion, let's starburst away. Let's uh, show what, ourselves. Yeah. And, and hope, then Starburst away and hope that it hope they follow. The, yeah. yeah. That they follow. And so, you know, they initiate Starburst and just phew, out of there. I like it. It's a good idea. Yeah, it's a solid plan. Now back down on the planet, Tino is asking Crichton, did you used to be a peacekeeper? You know, he wants like, to uh, no. Nope, not me. Definitely not. I mean he's wearing a peacekeeper jacket, so yeah. it's a fair question. And he's like, okay, no, my friends need to find the Space Command to find our ship. So they've already noticed that Moira is missing. Mm-hmm. You know, I need to go find it. It's like, your friends are already there. They're already looking. You're, you're fine. It's like, here, take the test with this woman who just arrives behind him. And John's like, well, no. I've, look, I, I've been kissing a lot. I'm a bit exhausted. Yeah. I know it's a bit more insistent. Like, no. No, actually, the woman is insistent. Like, please. Stern and, face. And he turns around, you know, it's a pretty woman. He's like, fine, okay, sure. And, you know, they do the thing on the tongue and then they kiss. And he breaks away and it's like, oh, that was sweet. Huh. Huh. And apparently the, the woman he was kissing is smiling. People notice John, and it's like, oh, it's the princess. John, you really should know a setup when you see one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on. She's smiling. <gasps> and it's like, oh, oh, it's the oh. princess. Oh, oh the one who was genetically... Po- genetically corrupted so she couldn't have kids. And the throne was going to go to the other guy. But somehow John is compatible. Bom, bom, bom. Oh, boy. Oy. And so, uh, of course, Clavor and the other guys, they're all very angry. And it's like, what? You said it was irreversible. <laughs> it's your fault. No, it's your fault. <laughs> <laughs> 
uh, Tyler calls the guards, and Crichton's like, what the hell's going on? It's like, the guards are for your protection. And uh, Cargan, the Scaran, is like, damn it, if they're really compatible, then Crichton must die before tomorrow. Within yeah, a, it's like, pff, yep, of course. <laughs> yeah, so you've, you know, you've landed here, and you've already got mixed up in something really big, and you're already causing a lot of trouble. Yeah. This is what happens when you try to romance the locals. Yeah. Don't do it. It never goes well. You'd think in Jeremiah Crichton he'd learn about this. It's like, yeah. stay away from the, any princesses. They only gets you into trouble. <laughs> I roll to seduce. God damn it. <laughs> well, in this case, it's more like he failed a save. Yeah. To not do it. So, anyway, he's taken away, and they, you know, they've got guards uh, following him. He's like, what the hell's going on? It's like, you're the only compatible Sebation we've found. It's like, I'm t I keep telling you I'm not Sebation, I'm human. Oh, he says I'm not Sebation, you know, about that, and he gets cut off. And yeah. he says, but you're the <laughs> only one we found who's capable of giving the princess children. Whoa, whoa, what, you want a donation to the sperm bank? <laughs> he said, no, you, I want you to consider marrying her. And he's like, sorry, marrying her. I, what? This is insane. This yeah, no, not at this point in my life. I Definitely not at like, this point in my life. Hell no. I No, let me out. I'm getting out of here. Screw it. He says, am I under arrest? And he's like, well, no. And then he goes to leave, and the guards are like, nope, you don't get to go anywhere. So no. like, oh. It's for your own protection. Uh. I mean, it's not wrong in the... It's, 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 okay, fair. Yes, but it he very is, much is. But. but he is basically also a prisoner at the same time. Mm-hmm. <sighs> So, and Tyner's trying to, you know, appeal to him. He says, well, you'd be regent. You'd have power. You'd have money. He's like, I don't care. I want to get out of here. I didn't sign up. I didn't ask for this. <laughs> I didn't ask for this. <laughs> and suddenly his mechanical shades appear. And it's like, no, no, no. <laughs> no. Um, so then he goes to see, then you see uh, Clavor, again, the rich, the, the arrogant, vain prince guy. <laughs> Who has the most beautiful little comedy bit with a servant. Yeah, she's like, putting uh, robes on him and like dusting off and he's like yeah. and she keeps going no no before they arrive not while they're here <laughs> like, it's beautiful and actually it's... the assistant is not just another Sebastian is like a, another uh, alien yeah it reminded me actually of the alien we saw in in the episode with the um, Luxon woman in uh, Vetus Mortis yeah yeah a little bit except uh, this one is female and just sort of has the blue kind of scaly skin Mm -hmm. And like a little cap on as well. Red eyes. Mm -hmm. By the way, <laughs> I think they they init they like they clearly did this on purpose. But um, Claivor is just he's such a dweeb. Yeah. <laughs> he's got like the really stupid haircut and yeah, really like skinny guy, and he's just like completely non-threatening. But he's like, I have all the power, and I'm the and, prince, and, and that's, that's why that little bit with his servant worked so well, because it puts him as like he he's he doesn't have the composure to this be like, okay, I'll let her uh, I'll let her continue, no. and I I can hold this conversation. I'm not gonna get distracted by it. This just no. uh, he's an asshole, is what he is. <laughs> and an idiot. Yeah, it's boot. Uh, By the way, there's something. Also, there's something worth mentioning about the servant, but uh, I don't know if you spotted it. But we'll talk about. I'll, I'll save that as as for later. Okay. But uh, I will say it's uh, it's not the first time we've seen this person. Uh, oh. That's all I'll say for now. Okay, what, okay, the, there's okay, another okay. scene later on where where we'll talk about that. Yeah. So sure. he wants to speak to Crichton alone, and he's like, uh, "No, the guards aren't going anywhere." We're yeah. not stupid. 
<laughs> yeah, and Clever asks, like, how dare you who can defy my orders? Who, uh, who is ever able to do that? It's like your mother, the empress. He's like, oh. Uh, uh, mommy. Well, I'll talk to you later. <laughs> All right, bye. Bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs> and then Tyno says to Grant, like, okay, if Katrala doesn't wed within a matter of days, then Clavor gets the throne. And John's like, oh, <laughs> god damn it, of course. I, I will say, like, I like that John is kind of also up on the, oh, God, it's this story kind yeah. of thing. <laughs> I do appreciate that. Because John's nice. like, okay, so he wants me dead, so I don't, yeah, okay, yeah, no, that's up. That so adds like, up. Yeah, that tracks. <laughs> so uh, now we cut back to Aaron, Chiana, and Dargo, who are, they're, they're still at the bar. Mm-hmm. And uh, Aaron is talking to them, and Chiana's like, okay, Crichton's in custody. Like, he's been sort of, but not really arrested. Yeah, and, for kissing the princess. And Aaron is just upset, just really mad. He's like, of all the stupid things, Dad, what an idiot. And, and uh, But Chiana's like, well, it's kind of your fault, Aaron, because you rejected him, and that led, you know, him to go and do all of this stuff. And Aaron just is like, not ha- not accepting that. It's like, no. how dare you? And I love that Dargo at this point stands up like, whoa, 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 whoa. Le- Despite how entertaining this would be right now. <laughs> it's like, he prefaces with that. As much fun as it is watching you two fight, uh, we have other things yeah, to worry about. Anywhere. Yep. Uh, we have to, you know, we've got to try and, uh, you know, Rigel's with Crichton, trying to, talk, you know, sort this out, and we'll wait for Moya to return. And and Aaron's like, okay, come on, Chandler, you show me where Crichton is. I'm well, going to go see no, him. Show me where Crichton is. And as those two leave, we see through a window, uh, them, uh, in the front, we see them leaving, Dargo sitting, and all the way in the back, we see somebody enter the scene. Oh, yeah, it's our good friend, Scorpius. Scorpius. Finally. Yeah. Finally, Scorpius is back. When was and the I last love time that Dargo's just, sit- Dargo's just sitting there, and suddenly here is behind him, like, hello. Ah, oh, oh, Dar- Dargo, isn't it? Hello, I think we should have a chat. I don't think we've had the pleasure of meeting. And it's like, Dargo just stands up, grabs a vase, and holds it like a sword. <laughs> <laughs> and meanwhile, just Scorpius is just grinning. I love the, I love the Scorpius is like the uh, kind of gentleman villain. Yes! Yeah, and he's like, Scorpius ah, is yes, like, we should have Scorpius is like, we should have, let's reorder. Let's have it. Yeah, he clicks his fingers to get some drinks from the bar. It's, oh, it's so good. Yeah. I'm trying to think when the last time we actually saw Scorpius was. That's, it, that's how, probably uh, my the, baby. I, think. Well, I mean, unless we count crackers don't matter, but no, that's uh, yeah. Let's let's. I, I mean, if we want to say like actual real Scorpius, then it was uh, it was mine the baby, wasn't it? Yeah. So it it's been if if we take that one, it's been ten episodes since we've seen Scorpius proper. Well, it's, it's good to have him back. Oh, is and it that, ever <laughs> at this tense point? Where Scorpius is on one end of the table and Dargo's on the other, we cut away. Yeah, like, I really would have liked to seen that. I know. I was. Like, I was thinking the so, same thing. So fucking suspenseful. I was like, "Come on! Oh, I want to see." Yeah, Dargo trying to negotiate with Scorpius or whatever. It's like but no, we being, like not entirely knowing what to do, and yeah, we cut away. And just we go to John, Rigel, and Dargo talking, and Dargo's basically talking about what apparently was said in that conversation. Well, actually, before that, we have a scene where Cargan, the Scarin, is like, oh, he's surprised that Scorpius is here. 
Yeah, oh, right, yeah. Sorry. So he knows that Scorpius, you know, Scorpius is a known quantity, obviously. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh. And so he assumes that Crichton must be working for him so the peacekeepers get an advantage with Clavel's dynasty. And it's like, okay, you know. Yeah, I, I fine. Can, I can see. Jumping to the conclu- to conclusions. Okay, Scarin's not that bright. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but like you said, we cut to Crichton, Rigel, and Dargo. And he's already had that chat with Scorpius that we don't get to see, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> and Crichton's like, okay, I'm not marrying the princess. I'm not not going to do it. That's crazy. That's insane. And Rizal's like, no, I think you should. You know, you could have power. You could have, you know, nice things. And but I don't love her. He's like, so? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, why am I taking advice from you? You're a polygamist. <laughs> I love that line. <laughs> You're a polygamist. And then Dargo says, okay, here's what Scorpius offered. He says, there's a deal. Amnesty for everybody else. So if John gives himself up, mm-hmm. he'll let everybody else go, and he will not, like, forcibly extract, or he won't destroy Crichton's brain to get the wormhole technology out of yeah. it. But basically, he'll let him live uh, and let everybody else go if he hands himself over. Provided Scorpius... Is that deal? It's not a bad one. It's not the worst. No. Um, I mean, depending on how John's brain comes out of it, because not destroyed or the yeah. way he let the way he found it are two different things. The other thing is, can you even trust Scorpius to do no. that? <laughs> no. Remember, Scorpius only cares about one thing, and that is the end result. Like that is, you know, getting the job done. On the other hand, that. Could be that Scorpius in would actually honor this deal. Yeah, maybe. I mean, just the end result. We don't. But the problem is if he can't get the wormhole technology that way, then, then he'll start liquefying John's brain anyway. Yeah, so it's not a given thing. Yeah. Um, and John's like, "Well, you told him no, right?" It's like you're not thinking of agreeing to that. I should agree to this. And he's like, "I told Scorpius that I talked to you about it to stall for time." Yeah. It's like I'm not taking that deal. It's like, I'm not going to give up my brain to Scorpius. I'm not just going to lose like that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, Rigel's like, okay, well, Rigel, kind of being the level head here, he's like, mm-hmm. as long as you pretend to, it doesn't matter that you don't love this woman. As long as you pretend to for long enough, your chance of survival goes up uh, quite yeah. highly. While we try to figure something out. Yeah, it gives us more time to figure a way out of this. And it's like, that's a, that makes sense. Yeah, but John's not buying it. John's like, no, 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 no. I'm go- just going to tell this girl that I'm not there to to the throne. It's sorry, really tough, but... You know, tough break. I I want out of here. I just don't care. <laughs> Let me go. And so, yeah, he's still not having any of it. So, mm-hmm. back to Pilot and Zan. And they've starbursted away. A very short starburst, as short as they can. Yeah, but, like... As um, Pilot says, it's basically an invitation to follow. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's probably your problem, because I'm expecting that tipped Scorpius off, because he's smarter than that. Oh, yeah, we've already seen he's a very savvy commander, and, yeah, like you said, he gave himself away by doing that. So he's like, okay, Dan says, can you just plot us a course back? And Pilot's like, well, we had... Whenever we starburst, you know, it completely re- ruins our navigational data, so we can't. It's going to take time and it's going to be difficult. Mm-hmm. And she's just like, do it! Yeah, she's quite upset about this. And <laughs> I love that as, as she's angry, just do it and walks away. Pilot actually calls her out and is like, hey. I mean, he doesn't use the word hey, yeah. but 
he first names her. Or yeah. like full name, you know, it's like whenever, you know, like when your parents would use your full name to tell you're in trouble. Mm-hmm. And it's like, Poto Zoto Zan. Yeah. Just, and he's like, he's like and she, that stops her. And he's like, the d- decision to leave was a joint one. Yeah. Like, hey, we made this choice together. And I do like that you can see Zan at that point being like, yeah, okay, you're right. Sorry. I was out of line. Yeah. She doesn't say it, but her face. Yeah, says, she turns back around. She's like, you know, hangs her head a little bit. Yeah, it's like, you're right, sorry. Yeah. So, then we go back to uh, the planet, and Crichton is telling Claivor that he won't be marrying Catrella, so he's like, you'll be fine, don't worry about it, you get your kingdom, whatever, who cares? And Claivor isn't doofus, like, is this a jest? No, just, I don't love your sister, I have no interest in it, you can be king, just good luck, fine. I don't give a shit about this place, whatever, you people are nuts, I want out of here. Which seems to be John's reaction to most things. <laughs> I mean, t- to most things, it's just a fair response. Yeah, and but then the Empress comes in. And... Yeah, because he's about to tell the princess, like, look, we're not going to do this. And the Empress comes in. And can I just say, I love this character. Yeah, it's really well done. And she just comes in very elegant and, like, of course, like I said, everybody's wearing white. And there's a little bit mm-hmm. of red accents, like uh, Claybo has, like, a red... Robe. Cloak. Yeah, red cloak. Um, but yeah, she's just walking around. They've got like a big necklace on. She's like, Ah, you must be my my uh, soon-to-be son-in-law. Come, let us have a talk. You will probably give beautiful, uh, great uh, grandchildren. And he's like, I what? <laughs> no, no, no. I don't love your daughter. Of course you don't. You've only just met her. So she, uh, you know, she's under no illusions about all of this. No, and I like how frank she is about this because John's like, Look, why can't you just have your son be? Emperor, emperor, and she's like, well, simply put, he basically have the have us ally with the Scarens, which means that thousands, millions of lives are lost yeah. in the whole conflict that would that result from that, because we'd be part of one side of the war, the war would erupt, we'd be at the front line, we'd yeah. all die. Mm-hmm. I have no intention of letting that happen. Right, and you know, that that's that's good, and she's like, you know, I've got to keep my world stable. Mm-hmm. And but but at the same time, Crichton says, "Well, there's nothing you can say to make me marry your daughter." I'm like, "I'm sorry, I'm still not going through with this." Oh, really? And she points to behind him, and the doors open. Uh, and who is it? It's our good friend Scorpius again, and he walks in. He just strides in, and John? beaming, big smile, and it's like, "Hello, Jaw." Gives him a hug. <laughs> he does. I'm not, I'm not even kidding. Remember? No, he actually gives he him actually a hug. He actually hugs him. It's it's creepy. Like uh, I was, uh, I have in my notes. I was wrong a few episodes ago. This is hell. Yeah, this, this is, is hell. Yeah. <laughs> Scorpius giving you a hug and pretending to be your friend. Well, actually, he just wants to suck your brain out of your. Oh yeah. Speaking of which, when as soon as John sees Scorpius, he like gets some flashes of the Aurora chair. Yeah. And- there's something I don't think we see, but there's a bit of him, Scorpius, putting like a big needle, and he says, something to remember me by, and they're like, blah, 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 yeah, 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 I noticed that as well, and it's like, something to remember me by, I'm like, wait, what? I don't remember that. No, I don't think that happened. Or did it? No, I don't think it did. Or did it? No, I'm pretty sure it didn't. But then we also didn't see the bit where he went through the, the ancient knowledge. Until yeah, there's probably a lot of cut take. Uh, <laughs> Listen, I'm just saying a lot of DVD extras. I'm just saying, don't honest. don't discount anything just yet. I know, I know. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he's like, he just it really shakes, and he's like, 
and yeah so what's actually going on here is the empress says right okay so you can either marry my daughter or i hand you over to that abomination yeah yeah so it's uh marry the princess and get handed over to scorpius princess scorpius princess scorpius and he's like well, uh, will you marry me? <laughs> yeah, and he just immediately proposes. He's like, and she's like, ah, shit. <laughs> what I do love is that the princess also isn't really up for this because he, because t- as he walks up to her, he says, he, uh, she says, bad, and he's like, very, yeah, my my mother gets what she wants. Mm. Like, what do you want? Well, not what I'm getting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like I like that. The princess isn't completely on board with this idea either. Yeah, but like like we know that she's been rendered mostly uh, incompatible with anybody. Yeah. And so, you know, the she understands that Crichton is basically the only choice. And yeah, because she wants to keep the peace, she doesn't want to ally with anybody, do the same thing, mm-hmm. you know, keep things stable. It's like I won't make you miserable, you know, I'm sorry about this and yeah. he proposes and she says yes. And now we go back to everybody else. Still in the bar. They've been in the bar this whole freaking episode. <laughs> I mean, and yeah. We stood. Shot, 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 shot. <laughs> everybody. At this point, they're kind of more hungover than drunk. Oh, actually, before I forget, at the end of the scene where John says that he'll ma- that, that they're going to mar- get married, we get a very weird green screenshot of Scorpius. Yeah, it is. It looks like he's been like put against a background that wasn't wasn't there. It's it's just a close up on it. It's it's a yeah, very it, short shot. It could have easily done without that shot. I would have just cut it out, being like, "Hell no, I don't want that that abomination of a shot in my in my I episode." I didn't think it was that bad. It was. I we've seen worse green screen. <laughs> That's true. But uh, it's not great. Color balance is just so off. He looks very blue for Scorpius. I I think uh, it's it's also the fact that like the edges are a little bit blurry and yeah it's just i i would have yeah. done it, it didn't i mean, think i mean they could have i don't know if, i think the that that shot of a scorpius reacting to that is fine but the like you could have used a different shot for that yeah of like just him standing in that set where they were i wonder I, if that's, I, i'm thinking they forgot to take that shot actually it, i don't know if it's so much for, forgetting or as quite often like in tv they'll like they'll get the stuff filmed and then they'll be like you know what we need we need something else here yeah and they're like okay we need to do like a, a pickup shoot is what they're called mm-hmm. where they're like okay let's you know insert this here and maybe they don't have the set ready you know it's yeah prob- it might be sense. that kind of thing you know it's just uh, just hypothesizing but um but yeah it, it's a little bit it does stand out a little anyway what we cut to is we cut to Aaron and Crichton walking the halls yeah big open halls and just she's like i can't believe you know disappointing you what did you you know you're being an idiot this is stupid this is terrible we could find john's another way like out. it's either that or get handed over to scorpius and it's like those are my two options neither of them are good i'm gonna take the least bad one yeah you know? and aaron is mostly blaming him for not finding a third option yeah i think which to be fair is usually what john does yeah, and you know that's what I mean. That's what Rigel said was, you know, take the marriage so that you'll will have more time to figure this out. Mm-hmm. But yeah, John just seems to be like, okay, I guess I get married now. Yeah, and, and uh, as they're having this talk, the man that tried to um, kiss actually one of the men that tried to kiss 
Aaron earlier, the first one, when they were actually standing at the bar. He shows up and he introduces himself as Dragon Casanova. Really? Yes. Wait, let me listen to this again. No, seriously. I'm what? not joking. What? Hang on a minute. Dragon Casanova. Son of a bitch! <laughs> <laughs> I told you so. <laughs> I, I heard how it was did like, I not, excuse me? How did I not catch that the first time around? <laughs> I, I mean, wow. I, I only caught it the second time around, to be fair. But Okay, yeah. I mean, that's a little on the nose, isn't it? Gee, I mean, that's... Never, well, then again, we did have a planet called Litigara. Still, it's just... <laughs> it's a little bit too on the nose, yeah. Litigara worked better than this, I feel. Did it? Did it really? Yes. The planet full of lawyers? Yes. Called Litigara. Did... did that really work better I mean, they didn't this? use the actual full word. I mean, what do they the call it? Lawyerville. Litigation? They call it Litigara. <laughs> Litigation In, in this case, it's not Casanova, it's... Casanova. All right, fair enough. What the hell? <laughs> didn't even are, you even, are you even trying? Are you even trying? <sighs> okay, freaking Casanova introduces himself. Yeah, and, and Aaron's like, piss off. It's like, go away. And uh, Crichton says, busy. Yeah, Crichton says, okay, I need you to find a way out. Find me a way out of this because I can't do anything from where I am. And yeah, you know, we still haven't heard from Moya. We've got to. We've got to get out of this we gotta work on a way mm. out and you know he's and Casanova's trying to put a trying to come on to uh, Aaron she's having none of it and then walks away and then off we go yeah so and we see Aaron walking around like the outside which is some nice gardens with some uh, like uh, pond and things and she's sort of in the I, I was getting a very heavy Game of Thrones vibe a little bit little Garden, bit. in uh, King's Landing I guess so sure but uh, she's walking around and she sees uh, Katrala and Tino. Mm -hmm. uh, they're talking, so she's off sort of in the background and can just overhear them. And yeah, Tino, Tino is the um, yes. emissary. Yeah, the emissary guy. And uh, she, Katrala says, I can't believe you know, my mother will force me to marry Crichton because I love you. Cause so, smooch, smooch. Smooch, 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 smooch. And uh, Tino says, I love you too, but you have to do what your mom wants. And, we, and you know... They are not compatible because yeah. she's been, you know, contaminated because of that whole thing. And Aaron hears all of that, so she's like, oh, okay. Okay, that's, let, let's file that under possible angle. Yep. Uh, so Aaron then goes to tell Chiana and Dargo, it's like, Katrana doesn't even love Crichton, and it's like, this whole thing is a sham and it's bullshit. And... Yeah, and what I like is that Chiana's like, whoa, whoa, back up a bit. You know, he's doing this just. To save his own neck, right? This isn't because he loves her or anything. Yeah, and also because you let him go. Yeah. And you, that's why you're angry. That's why, you know, Chance said, that's why you're angry to Eren. Because you let him go. And now this is all happening because yeah. of that. Because you want... And I love, as this argument starts, you can see in the background Dargo being like, No, I'm backing off. <laughs> nope. Oh, okay. great physical acting by Anthony Simcoe. It's like, yeah, oh, no. so good. And uh, Aaron says, you don't know what you're talking about. It's like, really? Gianna says, well, I know men. And that guy? That guy over there? And it's Dragon Casanova. Casanova. So he keeps... How many times does he come on to you now? Like three or four? And, you know, maybe you should uh, see where that goes. And Aaron's like, well, this marriage is wrong, and this is all wrong, and this is all crap. Yeah, and... 
Chiana says, you know why you wouldn't go after that guy? Because you only want the ones you can't have. Mm. So you're gonna torture you're gonna torture Johnson more. He's gonna he's gonna go against his marriage and Scorpion's gonna kill him. Yeah. You're gonna get him killed if you keep doing that. Yeah, and she and she and Aaron responds angrily, This marriage is wrong, you both know it. And like, stamps on. Off she goes. And so she's, you know, walking through the halls. Again we get a shot of her just walking about and Cargan comes out. Out comes the Scarin dude. Mm-hmm. And he's like Okay, I have, you know, you're, you must be working for Scorpius. You remember he, you know, thinks they're all working for Scorpius. Yeah. He says, I'll give you a message for Scorpius. He's like, okay. his presence will not be tolerated and blah, blah. She's like, I don't work for Scorpius. No, she doesn't say that at all. Oh, no, right, no, she's like... She's like, okay, what is it? And he gives the message, like, okay. I'll, like, I'll pass and it on. Are, is, your, is your presence here the harbinger of a bigger fleet? She's like, I'll pass the message on. And it's like, she's like, okay, fine. Uh, like, the thing I got from that was just, she's just, just going with it to get out of it as quickly as possible. She's like, yeah, yeah, whatever, I'll, I'll pass it on, sure, fine. Yeah, I'm not going to give you any information, because that's what a messenger wouldn't do. And also that means that I don't have to bluff anything, because I don't know anything. <laughs> and Scaron's like, well, I was hoping to pick your brain through conversation, but points his finger at her and just some sort of weird... Heat beam. It, yeah, it's like the the effect is like it's a big like yeah like a cone of what would be like hot air almost, but it's like yeah. that wavy effect goes uh, projects onto her head, and it's like I'll take it. I think he says something along the lines of you know I'll take it myself. So mm-hmm. it's some must be like some kind of uh, like mind reading. Yeah, mind reading some like Scarron mind trick. Like oh, and it's clearly causing her pain as well, and it's, you know they get into a fight. No, actually, she, she just freaking dodges it because she's oh, right, it coming. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, she's Sorry, like right. she punches his hand out of the way, starts fighting him, and like, wow, she's actually putting up a good fight. Well, yeah, like the Scarin is shown to be very tough because she, you know, punches him many times in the stomach, and he just throws her around, and he's got huge claws, and he's really big and muscular, yeah. an alien guy. He throws her into a wind uh, mirror, break it breaks. Yeah, and so he's... And then as she's lying on the ground, he's he's bearing over her. The Empress just casually walks in. It's like, oh no, please keep fighting, please kill you, kill each other. Saves me the trouble of doing it. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> and they both sort of stop and like, oh, um, okay. <laughs> and she's like, I don't give any second chances, so consider yourself recipient of legest. Yeah, uh, legest, la- I think. Legest. Yeah. Just like yeah, you don't get another shot. Like that's it. You've used up all your good faith. Now. Yeah. <laughs> Do it again. You're out. You're dead. One of those two. Probably both. <sighs> so, uh, Tino is talking to Crichton, and mm. they're walking around this big sort of apparatus. There's like a metal ring with some lights and some other stuff. He says, "I'm okay. I'm not Sebastian. I'm human." And he's like, "Ah, okay. Well, we're not going to tell anybody that." Yeah, uh, that's we're going to keep that secret to ourselves. That would probably cause a lot of issues if it got out, and we want everybody to think she's marrying a uh, Sebastian. Yeah, because, I mean, she's been poisoned, DNA, and John immediately figures, oh, her brother. Oh, perceptive view. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I've seen this story a bunch of times. <laughs> <laughs> I've read it. Oh, God. Actually, I just realized I missed an amazing line from John earlier when he's freaking out about this whole thing. He's like, I'm like the reverse King Arthur. I get to put the sword in the stone. <laughs> 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 He's like, um, 
John, that's not that's not PG. It's highly inappropriate, John. John, please, John plus, John, John plus, plus John. <laughs> I don't know why I was reminded of that here, but anyway, this is like, okay, we're not going to tell anybody the whole thing, the secret. We're only this is only happening to prevent war, basically. Yeah, and so. Katrala calls him over because she's there as well, and there's a sort of giant archway machine. Yeah, I think, I think they got the Stargate on loan from the. Uh, <laughs> it's not quite that big. It's it's just well, no, actually, no. The Stargate is massive. This is about a, just slightly bigger than a person. It's not. Believe, trust me, it's not the same okay. size. If you, you might be thinking of like the Stargate Universe Stargate. That's about yeah. the right. That's about the right size. We, anyway, we don't, talk, we don't talk about that series. Anyway, she calls him over and. Uh, Rigel is really impressed by this whole thing and he's just like, oh, this is amazing I should have one of these yeah, could have saved me a lot of trouble because what it is, is it is able to produce a representation of what two people's offspring would look like yeah, and, and it's not just a holographic image I mean, it, yeah it, it kind of is, but it's like one of those super realistic ones, because like she turns it on, it's like, do you want to see our child and like, give me male infant and yeah. it just lights come on, and she's just suddenly holding a literal baby. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, this okay. machine is amazing, decadent, and insane. Because the next thing they do is that John. Well, John, asked him, do you want to see how how he, what he looks like? Uh, okay, yeah, actually, you're right. Yeah. One thing John doesn't do is freak out. No, he actually looks at the baby, and he's like, "Oh, hey, little guy. Ah, oh, hey, slugger. He's he's really into it. He's like." Yeah. Oh, cute little kid. And, oh. By the way, did you know this is a nice shot here? Because Aaron walks in, and she yeah. sees this, and she's like, Ugh. Oh, yeah. Slightly heartbroken, and she walks away. And right before that shot, we have a reverse shot where they're both in frame, and we see Tino in the back. Mm. That cuts to Aaron in the back, and I'm like, uh, yeah, two the... other lovers that <laughs> just seeing yeah that's two people together nice bit dramatically of, beautiful yeah nice bit of uh, directing there mm-hmm. yeah and so you know then they say okay let's age up the kid he's a few years i don't know what sort of age like i don't know eight or nine or something yeah and he's crouching down john's like hey he even looks like me and hi dad and the kid starts talking and i'm like this brings up so many existential questions. <laughs> is this thing, is the thing sentient? Does it cease to exist? Is it just bullshit? The potentiality? It's like ah. I suggest you don't worry about that. <laughs> yeah, no. Like I said, this thing is amazing, insane, and decadent. I mean that that sound that sums up this entire planet, to be honest. Yes. <laughs> so Fair. it's very much in character. <laughs> and yeah, so Crichton is becoming more and more. It's getting more and more on board with this because he's like, here's he's, what our kids could look like. You could have a family. And he's like, okay, maybe it's this isn't the complete end of the world. Yeah. However, mm. then they talk about, oh, you need to think of a pose for your statue, and he's like, well, um, I know, I'll, I'll do this, like wave like the queen. Yeah, <laughs> the very specific, like our queen. <laughs> yes, your queen. Patriotic. Everyone calls queen, her the queen. The queen. Like the, every other places have queens. Yeah, we have we had a queen actually. We have a king now. No, we have a queen as well. Yeah. Well, if you've got a king, presumably you also have a queen. <laughs> yeah, that's the weird part where you, if you have a uh, never mind. This, it this is has nothing to do monarchy. With yeah. Um. um but yeah. And, yeah anyway. And, and he's like, well, 
No, just wave like you know. Yeah, fold my hand around I, a bit. That's not that might might not be the best pose to hold for eighty cycles. Is it? Hey, excuse me. Pa pa what pa mean, pardon. What do you What do you mean with eighty pardon? cycles? Oh, I assumed you knew. Why does everybody assume? Why would you Why? assume? Why would you assume that Crichton, who is new here, he got here like yesterday, and didn't know about any of anything else, would know what the hell you were talking about? He did. Why do not just this? But why do people always assume Crichton knows, even when it's not applicable? I mean, they don't know he's not from around here, but still. Ah. <sighs> and he's like. Anyway, anyway, never mind that. He's like, yeah. Okay. So what? So wait, what? To... Wait, what? <laughs> I have to have to hold the. I'm gonna become a statue. So then we go to John walking in on on uh, Chiana and Dargo having sex, having again. sex again. This time, fully aware of that and not caring because <laughs> yeah, he's I, freaking out. Because he, he's like. 80 have you hear what they're going to do to me? Turning me into a statue. Hi, Chiana. They're going to turn me into a statue. And again, it's the same shot. Like, Chiana from the back. Like, she's on top, like, nude. And, like, we see her from the back, like, rocking back and forth. And, like, ah. Yeah. Oh. And then Dargo pokes his head up from, like, beneath, like, under the he sheets. Like, He's I like, mean, yes, fill in know. the blanks there. <laughs> this, like, the rest yes. is left as an exercise to the reader. <laughs> I love Dargo being, like, completely annoyed. Why don't you stay around and tell us about it, John? <laughs> uh, he sits down, Jenna uh, uh, just like, uh, fine, and leaves. And John sits next to Darwin's like, when you were convincing me to get married to her, did you know about the statue? Like, I don't know about it right now. Yeah, I have no idea what the hell you're talking about. Why, I mean, why would he, John? Come on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he's like, okay, what... What is with the statue? And he says, you know, it's part of their culture. We get frozen in statues. We preside over the their Senate thing. Yeah. And Eight cycles. And we take it all in. We can still see and hear everything. Uh, this is terrifying and awful. Yes. And how have all the rulers not gone insane? <laughs> this, this is also in my notes. Wait. How, how did do people not go insane on that? Yeah, you're frozen in place. But you can still see and hear, but you can't do anything. You can't move. You can't speak. It's like just being... Oh, for 80 cycles? 80? 80 cycles? No. years. That's why John is like, no, screw that. And also he says, every by the time... 80 cycles. By the time that's up, everyone I know will be dead. Everyone back home, he's specifically worried about. Because he knows that, like... He says, like, humans don't live as long as, you know, Hynerians and Luxons and Sebations. Yeah. But, you know, by the time I get out, all of my, my family, you know, my dad, my sisters, uh, DK. DK, they'll all be dead. And I'll never see them again. And Dargo's like, well, you know, you don't know that you're going to see them again. You might probably never see not, them again anyway. Yeah, you'll probably not see them again anyway. And John's like, hope, Dargo. It's what keeps you going, the hope of you f ever finding your son. It's what keeps me going, ever, the, the, the hope of ever getting back home. Yeah. If I don't have that, I have nothing. And he says, you know, well, well, you'll no longer have Scorpius after you. You'll have power, you'll have a family, and you may, you know, maybe you should embrace your new destiny. I do appreciate that. I, like, maybe accepting your faith and letting go. 
I mean, I, I, I can appreciate it, but like, John's not ready to do that. No. Like, not yet. super not ready to do that. They're still just about settling into this new life that he's found here. Yeah, and I, I, but I still do like that Dargo does put that option forward. Like, mm. that is something you could do. Yeah. It's not beyond your reach. I says, you know, our time together as friends, you know, was good, but you must look beyond fear and see the path ahead. And it's like, mm-hmm. and John's like, oh, Christ, crap. If I do this, <laughs> you will have to be my best man. <laughs> and Dargo's like, um, John, I, I'm with Chiana at the moment. <laughs> it's like, and D- John just, his head just lowers. We don't see his hands cover his face, but that's what happens next. I'm sure it's like, it's like oh, no, Dargo, that's not what that means. Anyway, uh, anyway. so he's going to yeah. go ahead with it because, mm-hmm. I mean, he's got no, he doesn't really have any good choices no. in this. It's either Scorpius mm-hmm. or... And I mean, if he goes over to Scorpius, and there's also the other guy takes the throne, and there's a whole war going on, and yeah, die, so, so and some, some sort of responsibility there. And if he runs, I mean, that's what. I mean, if he runs away, I mean, that's what happened. Like that guy takes the throne. If he mm-hmm. hands himself over to Scorpius, yeah, it's not a good. It's not great set of options. So he's like, well, I guess I got to go through with it. Uh-huh. And so he's getting ready. The next okay. scene, we see him uh, dressing up. We we need to cut to Moya at some point. Oh right, yeah. Sorry, I completely. We, we should have cut. We, we should have cut. cut we should have cut. Times. I th- I, th- I still think Actually, if, if we cut to it now, one. it still works. But oh yeah, okay. I say. So while all this has been going on, Zan has been off, you know, with Moya, in the middle of who knows where. Yeah. And Moya, they're trying to get Moya to go, you know, back to look for everybody. Mm-hmm. And Moya doesn't want to go. She's actually going the other way. She's found a signal and says then you know gotta follow it it's she says it doesn't know what it is but it's familiar and enticing and yeah. pilot has no idea what's going on and moya is being evasive with pilot yeah it's which like, is that's odd not telling well, him everything and and it's like yeah she definitely picked up something on her uh with one of her eight senses that it feels familiar i'm like eight i mean this is a spaceship yeah okay no but, okay we have the six regular ones we have comedy Sense of comedy. So there's there's an eight. Yeah, like, there we go. I, I, as you remember, in the one where with the split dimensions, one of the senses is comedy because <laughs> we have sight, <laughs> right. sound, comedy. Right. Yes, forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And so they're like, we're going to follow it, and they do follow it, and they find like this big mist, this cloud in space. It's and there's something in there. There's this uh, light, this white trail that's moving is around. It, is it Talon? It's not Talon. That's what I thought. I was like, yeah, it's my guess as well. I thought, oh, is this? Are they going to meet up with Talon? And no, it's not. It's something else entirely. And there's this light moving around, and uh, Zan's like, is it alive? And Pilot is like, uh, yeah, I think it is. Oh, I wait a minute. Does, does I know Moya what. Know this creature? So, so yes, Moya does. It's and like Pilot with like this revela- or realization, like sort of shocked. He's like. It is. It's the builders, her creators, her gods. Gods. It's like, and I'm like, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa! Stop the freaking the, presses. Back the frell up. What? I, this ra- that just raises further questions. Wait, gods? I Actual gods? Well, we don't know. We just, all we see is the Wibbly light. I mean, maybe like maybe the Leviathans 
see them as gods. I mean, they are literally their creators, as I far guess. as we know. Okay. I, 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 we don't find out now. No, <laughs> definitely not, because we cut back to the planet. Yeah, so actually that happens between... Um, some scenes. Some scenes, and yeah. yeah. And it's... actually, it, I realized we skipped out on another one, because when after John is like, you know, I'm, I, I have to be a statue, um, Cargan is talking to Clave, or the Scarron is talking to... Prince oh, right. Yeah. And he's like, we have to assassinate Crichton. And Clever ar- is arguing about it. It's like, no, this is, how this is. I thought you would do better than this. This was your job to. And you screwed it up. And so he just probes his mind. Yeah. With the, uh, with the Scarron mind trick thing. And he's like, you know, would you. Just to see if they would betray him or, you know, mm-hmm. what did you think? And he's like, yeah, that's what I thought. You're both useless twerps. <laughs> <laughs> what I love is that. He, he scans the prince, uh, he, he mind probes the prince, and it's like, you have half a mind of betraying me. <laughs> oh, no, 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 okay, that that's not giving that line its full credit, because he, he's like, um, the prince is like, I have half a mind to report you, and <laughs> and Kagan is like, you do have half a mind. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, list of burn centers in the uncharted territories. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and he conv- he's pretty sure that he's not going to give him up, because... If the prince does that, then he'll die quickly after. Yeah. And the Scarron is completely okay with dying after that. <laughs> yep. So, and then he know. and then he looks at the uh, the prince's girlfriend and is like, mind probes her to be like and see if she'd uh, actually um, betray them. And after pre- pressing her, she says like, "What were you? What were you thinking of? I was hoping you wouldn't wear that to our wedding." <laughs> and he stops. She roll, roll. She goes over the edge and barfs. And he, the Scarron just like truly destiny's couple. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I realized we we probably should have mentioned that earlier. It's but a good scene. It's a good it, scene, and it, I presume it will become relevant later. Yeah. Actually, I mean, if we skip back to where we were, it's becoming relevant kind of right now because yeah. It, well, we'll see. Crichton is so Crichton is getting ready for the statuing. Ceremony, the coronet wedding ceremony where they get turned into statues, and he's speaking with the servant who's called uh, Rona. Yeah. And he's like, you know, do you have a name? How long you worked here? 20, 20 cycles. Sire. And John's like, drop the sire. Yeah, call Stop me, just job. call me John again. And then she actually gives her name, which I like. It's yeah. Like, okay, if we're on first name basis, I'm prepared to give my name. Just a really high pitched voice. All right, okay, so. I said, I said there was something special about uh, this person. Do you know who that is? We've seen her before. Is it the one that plays the young uh, Luxon woman? The nope. young version of the two? Then I have no idea. It's the only guess I had. Think back to the end of season one. Oh! Oh! Um, uh, is that Ben Browder's wife? Yes, it is! Hey! hey we got there. That is indeed Francesca Buller, who was last seen in Bone to be Wild. And yeah, she's back. That's <laughs> another wow. alien Those in lots com- of makeup. She, good actress. She plays them completely differently. Oh yeah, I mean, it help. I, I guess it does help that they're both like heavy prosthetics that look completely different from each other. It's the voice actually that came. But yeah, away. yeah. So we got there in the end. I was like, oh, that's cool. You yeah. know, just keep bringing her in as different aliens. That's fine. <laughs> uh huh. That's you know, that's a sci-fi titan. Tried and tested uh, thing with sci-fi actors. As long as you can can't see it on fir- at first glance, I'm okay with that. 
Listen, if Jeffrey Coombs can play like six different people on Star Trek DS9, then that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so he's like, you know, chatting with her, and then Aaron comes in and is, you know, laying into him. It's like, you know, he's what? What are you doing? This is stupid. He said the marriage is better than Scorpius, and he's like, he's in my head, Aaron. Yeah, the back of my mind. I'm scared of him. Yeah, it's just the corner of my eye. I see him at times, like. Just terrified, and Aaron's like, "You're being ridiculous." But there's nothing that we we couldn't have, we can't face together. And then he says, "Yeah, except for each other." And blah blah blah. Oof. God, these two are insufferable. It's like, get over yourselves, both yeah. of you, both put of the, you. Put this off. Uh, get off your high horses for like five minutes and figure this out. You can have your whole couples counseling later. <laughs> well, it ain't happening now. And she's like, you know what? There's, you know. What, there's so much more to say. So, well, what else can we say now apart from goodbye? And John's like, you know what? Fine, you're right. You're yeah. always right. You're always right. They don't get out. They don't even. Well, he doesn't. I don't think he says just get out. He's like, you're always right. And they don't even say goodbye. And he says goodbye once she's left. Yep. Oof, those two. Uh, these yeah. kids, you know, kids uh, today. <laughs> God, I hate that. Some, I hate that type of plotting sometimes. It is a little bit. It's overdone. It's, it's definitely biggest. overdone. I don't think it's... It doesn't seem out of place here because we know that Aaron pushes people away mm-hmm. um, and John's in a really terrible situation. But yeah, it is one of those things that's kind of played out. I've seen it before. Many times. times. Yeah. And so they're off and John's like, okay, let's go do this. He's putting on like a red uh, jacket and like ready to go. And then well, some dudes turn up. Yeah, a servant comes in. They're waiting you. Uh, well, your presence is, uh, is requested momentarily. By the way, I'm also snapping this guard's neck. And then just they, a bunch of guys start beating up Crichton. Yeah, I actually him. like that. He pulls what looks like a tiny miniature gun, and John's like, just picks up a bench, throws it at the guy, yeah. uh, disarming him. And it's like, they wrestle for a bit, but four other guys come in, they drag him to the ground, they kick him, they hold him up, and yep. the man just shoots whatever it is it's just some, some sort of lightning bolt and well he says like this is a present from Claivor and just and yeah you see john's like getting electrocuted his skin's turning a little transparent kind of yeah. deal and uh to be continued yeah to be continued and titles yeah like okay Whew. it's a th- it's Fine. a it's a three-parter it's a cliffhanger whatever yeah it's okay it's whatever Sorry, it's a very lukewarm at that ending. Yeah, I was uh, that ending was not what I expected. Because no. what I what I liked about remember at the uh, what I said about the cliffhanger at the end of season one mm. that that worked because narratively that episode was done. Yeah, yeah. The story, the, there was a closure to it. Yes, yeah, this is completely lacking of any closure. Yeah, all I the mean, threads are still going. I mean, that's. Uh, to be honest, that's part of the thing with it being a three-part episode. Oh, it's just... Like, I wish I, there was some sort of ending. Maybe. Uh, yeah, if it didn't just, like... If, to if be one of those threads was just done. ...was closed up, yeah, that would be nice. Like, just at least one of them. Yeah, there's I don't know. some feeling of closure in this episode. There's none. There's none, but it's part one of three, so... Yeah. All right, Still. so that was the episode. Like we said, there was a lot going on in there. There was a lot mm-hmm. to unpack, a lot of world-building they had to do for this place... And various different factions vying for power, and yeah, it's all set up. It's all set up, which you all know is, is can be difficult to do. So it's very almost dense. all set up. I do like that. Actually, there's one slight mm. arc that that was almost finished, and that's the whole 
um, John reluctantly accepting this marriage. Yeah. So overall, overall, I did. I mean, I still enjoyed this episode, but mm -hmm. it's. It's, it's not it's one of busy. the strongest. It's busy. Yeah, it's it's busy. very busy. It's very busy. I agree. Also, what the hell is what the hell's going on with Zan? Like that's that's what gets me is like the we call them the A plot A plot and the B plot. A yeah. plot is planet marriage Scorpius. Mm -hmm. B plot is Zan runs away with Zan like, pilot Moya gods. And like the A plot is really dense. It's so much stuff in it. Yeah. So why the hell is the B plot even there? It's just, I mean, it, like, I'm assuming that'll show up. Uh, they're I, setting up stuff for three part uh, for the other parts. This, maybe? this is what you do with part three parters hats. I mean, you just set it yourself. No, I mean, it's the fact yeah. that they seem different. I don't like it. It seems like they're unconnected, not connected, and maybe they will be later. But probably, it just seems like she's just off. Because the A plot is so dense already, this the B plot is just like completely mm. forgettable. Like, what the hell is this? Why is this I mean, it? I was ho I was hoping it would be Talon and yeah, and then it, that, that Talon comes in to Talon save the day or something. Helps. Yeah, and I'm like, hey, oh, <laughs> this is this is getting interesting. No, so uh, what would be? I'm definitely like I'm. You know, want to see where this goes. I'm glad. Mm -hmm. I'm glad we've got Scorpius back, even though he's only been he's only in a few scenes this episode. Yeah. But you know, that's that's good to have him back because Scorpius is just great. It's just. Same same thing with Maldus. Any any Scorpius is better than no Scorpius. Absolutely. <laughs> and like overall, I, the the individual bits were mostly okay, apart from yeah. like we had the very tired, you know, vying for yeah. power, the brother with the it's, assassination. The, the, the plot of this episode is formulaic as hell. It really is. Not that not that Farscape hasn't done formulaic plots before, because Farscape's strength mostly so far comes from the character. Yeah, and formulaic plots often with a twist. And yeah. aside from the whole yeah. encased in a statue for 80 years, there's no other twist here. Um, yeah. I mean, it's a big, it's a rock solid twist, but. <laughs> uh, I make no apologies. I've just taken this lack of puns for granted, and I. <laughs> like, usually it's you. This is how I feel half the time. Nice one. <laughs> <sighs> so yeah, uh, I I feel like I, my my I'm floating around a three. Yeah, same here. It's two, three. I think it's still a three. I wouldn't. Not... I don't think I I wouldn't give it a. I don't think I would go as low as a two. I think it's, it's a low. It's a low three. I think. I think it's got a lot of work to do, and the parts with all the. I mean, we don't have anything that's completely ridiculous. All we have is the stuff that we've seen before. Yeah, that's not it. not stuff that's out and out terrible. And I like all the the character arcs continuing. Yeah, it's so. just it's it's very busy because it's got to set up a lot of this yeah. stuff for the following episodes. Mm -hmm. Um, I I hope we get more Scorpius. I'm 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 thinking we will probably. I mean, you d yeah. God, I just Scorpius is great, but so did we have to have like I don't know. We shall see. We shall yeah, see. We'll see you later. And we also, still have next week's episode. And another one after that. Yeah. So, um, other things are like what relationships got developed. Well, we got Aaron and Crichton. That's good. Yep. We got Chiana and Dargo. You know, taking it to the next level. Way, yeah, Rigel and Aaron. Yeah, you know, and Rigel actually, Rigel doing something useful and being the 
diplomat and actually knowing how you know to behave around royalty yeah. does he, actually he, help. And he got some action this this episode. <laughs> he did. Uh, I don't think either <laughs> of them enjoyed that. No. Um, so yeah, I just I'm, I'm a little sad that Zan is out, you know, doing on her own again mm. without interacting with the rest of the crew. Let's, let's let's hope that picks up next week. Yeah, like my three crimes was fine, but then out of their minds was the episode before that. Again, she was off on the other. She was not interacting with the rest of the yeah the main characters. Good point. Yep, and it's like oh, she's been stuffed off in the B plot again. It's like uh, come on, bring her back in with everybody else. Come on. Yeah, uh, we want to see. You know, Zan works. I think Zan works best when she's being the team mom. Come on. Yeah, she works better in the group. Yeah, she's not. The, I mean, all I mean, of them do. That's the whole yeah. point. They're an ensemble cast. Mm-hmm. Stop splitting them up. Never split the party. Damn it. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I would give this three out of five. Um, yeah, I think we'll go with that. Yeah. Again, it's not, it's not the what it's not terrible. And like I said, this, just to reiterate, like. There's nothing in it that's really bad. The bad the the problem is there's a lot of stuff in it that is very tired and mm-hmm. you know things we've seen before, but it's all executed pretty well, and uh, the characters you know all make sense and their arcs are pretty good, but there's just a lot going on. Definitely. All right. So next week, of course, we get part two, mm-hmm. which is uh, called. So this episode, this was look at the princess part one. A kiss is but a kiss. Next week is Look at the Princess Part 2, I Do, I Think. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, that's clear. And so do we want a synopsis of that? Uh, let's, let's not go with that uh, synopsis this week. To be continued. Yeah, because it, it might spoil too much. Yeah, yeah, I think I'm, I'm, re- I'm looking at it now and you might be correct. So, ah, good. To be continued, we will find out what happens next time on Farscape yeah. Rewatch Podcast. Tune, what will happen to our heroes? Will Crichton be frozen? Whoa, 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 whoa. I wouldn't call myself a hero. No, not not us. Oh, sorry. We're clearly not the heroes. (laughs) Definitely not. What will happen to our heroes? Will Crichton be frozen as a statue for 80 cycles? Will Doggo and Chiana continue to have lots of sex? Find out next time on the Farscape Rewatch podcast. Oh, also, find us on Twitter. I'm at Carmel Hats. Resident for Dogs Nintry. You can... Support this uh, podcast is supported by the Carmel Hats Patreon, patreon.com slash Hats, and you can go to carmelhats.co.uk for previous episodes and other projects. And twitch.tv slash Hats for live streams. We'll see you next yes. time. Bye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>